0: College football has returned at last. Week one begins on Thursday night, and we are breaking down the three biggest matchups. It's August 30th. My name is Connor Tapp, and you are listening to the 24-7 Sports Morning Blitz. At 8 p.m. Eastern time in West Lafayette, Indiana, Steve Wiltfong will have boots on the ground for Northwestern at Purdue. Steve, I took some heat from Morning Blitz producer Sam Hellman for implying on an episode earlier this week that this game would not be very interesting. It was an honest oversight on my part. I'm just so conditioned to Northwestern Purdue epitomizing the least exciting aspects of the Big Ten. But this is not... Your older brother's Purdue, and I think there's plenty of meat on the bone here for college football nerds to sink their teeth into. Steve, what are you going to have your eye on on Thursday night?
1: Well, first of all, Northwestern has been – both teams have been good in your lifetime. (laughs) And uh, Northwestern's won 10 games three times under Pat Fitzgerald. Uh, which prior to him being at Northwestern, the program, I believe, had only done it twice and once was with him as a player. So uh, he's done a fantastic job at Northwestern. Purdue, uh, prior to Jeff Brom arriving, I I will say, uh, the four years before Jeff Brom arrived, they only won nine games. They only won three Big Ten football games in that four-year span. Jeff Brom won seven in year one. And, and won four Big Ten games last year. Won a bowl game. Northwestern comes into this ball game with the longest uh, winning streak uh, among Power Five football programs, with eight. Uh, both won postseason games. Northwestern. I think. I think the first thing everyone's looking to see going into this ball game is Clayton Thorson, Northwestern's quarterback, who tore his ACL in their bowl win over Kentucky. Is he going to play or not? And Pat Fitzgerald hasn't tipped his hand on the depth chart. It says Clayton Thorson or TJ Yates uh, at at the quarterback position. So will Clayton, will Clayton Thorson play? Uh, he's a, he's a former top two, four, seven recruit in the 24, seven sports player rankings, a, a top 100 guy, as a matter of fact, from Chicagoland that chose Northwestern over Penn State and others. So a touted guy. Uh, who, who is a pro prospect, uh, a first uh, a potential first round guy, but uh, a first four round guy for uh, for sure. Based on the consensus uh, we're hearing out there on, on Clayton Thorson right now. So, want to see if he plays. Then Northwestern has to replace Justin Jackson, their four year starter at running back. Jeremy Larkin showed a lot of promise at the end of the year in a reserve role, uh, a former standout from the state of Ohio at Cincinnati LaSalle. So, looking forward to seeing what that offense does if Clayton Thorson is out there and, and, and checking out Jeremy Larkin. Then with Purdue, uh, they only have one top fifty recruiting class on the entire roster, and it's the one they just signed. So, uh, Jeff Brom uh, and this staff, I think, were magicians last year, maximizing uh, everything they had to to get seven wins. They're going to have to do that again, I think, to get to six and six and, and get to a bowl game. Um, I think we'll see a lot of young guys out there. They lose a lot of a lot of players on a defense that really helped. Uh, around. defensive coordinator Nick Holt didn't get enough credit for Purdue's turnaround nationally he certainly did uh, around these parts but Nick Holt's not a defensive coordinator uh, you hear mentioned regularly among the, the best in the country but he did a terrific job so uh, Purdue's quarterback Elijah Sindelar also tore his ACL uh, late last year but played through it and led Purdue to that bowl victory over Arizona so um, Purdue uh, quarterback got by committee a little bit David Blau, Elijah Sindelar, um, Purdue uh, look forward to seeing Rondell Moore, top two four seven receiver. He's expected to make an impact as Purdue tries to get more dynamic on offense. Uh, so those are kind of the, the things I'll be looking for going in, in, into the game, and, and I think it's a it's a springboard game uh, for for both teams. Uh, for Purdue, they have a tough schedule, no gimmies, uh, only one non power five opponent on the schedule in Eastern Michigan who has aspirations to win the MAC this year. So Purdue's going to need uh, wins any way they can get them to get back to bowl eligibility. And Northwestern, they've started slow the last few years. Uh, they want to win the Big Ten West, and uh, that, that's the goal Pat Fitzgerald talks about every year. And, and uh, they need a win in, in week one against Purdue uh, to, to challenge with thompson and, and iowa and nebraska in the west
0: steve i know you've been on campus at west lafayette this off season and been pretty impressed with what jeff brahm is building there what is it that you have been so taken by in his process
1: well i think that with with jeff brahm it, it comes down to that the 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 um, kids love playing for him he's incredibly innovative uh, on, on offense and he's just fun He's just fun to, to, to play for, uh, a guy that will call any play at any time. Uh, they'll run trick plays. They'll run gadget plays. Um, but mainly him and his staff, they, they just maximize the talent they have on the roster. You saw that last year. Zero top 50 recruiting classes. Most of that team uh, last year that Purdue won seven games with, I would venture to say 80% of that roster at least, those kids only had one power five offer and it was it was from purdue so it was a team full of guys that no one else in in the big 10 wanted and they went out and won four conference games gave wisconsin hell uh, up in in, in madison uh, and was in that ball game late so uh, just how hard the kids play and, and how bought in they were the, those kids were hungry to win uh, after not winning uh, under the previous regime and, and coach brahm and his staff got it out of them and, and then the beautiful facilities that they they uh, they built up there. It's a completely different look in Purdue. Both these both these teams uh, have facilities that can compete anywhere nationally. Northwestern has uh, the best facilities that I've seen in, in my travels, and Purdue they've definitely upgraded. But again, I just think for Braum, how hard the kids play for them. How innovative he is on offense. They have a terrific defensive coordinator and coach Holt. And then the arms race, Purdue and Northwestern are both keeping up.
0: Another game going on Thursday night is Wake Forest at Tulane, where Sam Hartman will be starting at quarterback as a true freshman for the Demon Deacons, one of many true freshmen getting this nod in week one. Uh, if you watch Wake on TV at all this season, I think you're going to hear a lot about Hartman's story. Steve, you wrote about that a bit on the site today. Uh, give us a little background on what this kid's been through and how he fits into Dave Clausen's system.
1: Well I talked to his high school coach uh this morning, Chad Greer, the father of Will Greer, the Heisman candidate at West Virginia, he's a terrific high school coach and he he described Sam Hartman as a, a competitive warrior. Uh said he's never seen a kid work as hard as Sam and he's coached a lot of Division One football players. And with Sam Hartman, three days before the state championship game his sophomore year, his brother passes away. He plays in the state title game, plays his best game of the season five weeks prior to his junior season. He's in immense pain. He can't sleep throat shoulder uh, caused by a baseball size abscess on his esophagus. He has surgery three weeks before the season. This whole process was a five week deal. He lost 30 pounds. Doesn't miss a game. They think they're going to get him back by week eight. Doesn't miss a ball game. Uh, starts the opener first play of the season, an 80 yard touchdown pass. And then, senior year davidson day uh, where he played his sophomore and junior year find out the school is going cl- uh, not going to be able to field the football team because they didn't have enough players chad greer leaves takes a job in in mount pleasant south carolina um Sam decides to follow them. It's a team that went zero and eight the year before. They go seven and three as as uh, Greer and, and Hartman turn that program around. Every victory coming over a team that thumped them the, the week before. So. Sam's got some leadership qualities in him. He's obviously got some mental toughness and and physical toughness in him. Threw for almost 10,000 yards over three seasons, 98 touchdowns. He takes care of the football. I got a chance to see him at the Atlanta Elite 11 last year. He's really accurate throwing the football, anticipates well. Um, Him winning the Wake Forest job, a little bit of circumstances uh, with, with the the guy who uh, everyone thought would be the starter uh, being suspended for three games and Kendall Hinton to start the season. But I read reports Kendall's already working out at receiver. Some so perhaps Sam can keep the job. He's going to get a chance to audition for it here in week one against Tulane. And the other thing to pay attention to in that ball game, Connor, as the turnaround of at Wake Forest under, under Dave Clawson three and nine his first two seasons. They went seven and six, two years ago, eight and five last year. Uh, each season ending with a bowl win if wake forest can take another step forward this year especially with a true freshman quarterback i think that you 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 may see dave clausen as one of the hot names in the next coach carousel
0: steve Wiltfong is director of recruiting for 24 7 sports you can find him on twitter at s wiltfong 247 thanks so much steve Appreciate it, Connor. Thursday night's games kick off at 7 p.m. Eastern when defending national champion UCF, don't at me, Alabama fans, travels up to Storrs, Connecticut to take on Randy Edsel's UConn Huskies. Here to help us look ahead to that matchup is Jason Beatty of Knights 247. Jason, obviously some pretty significant turnover from last year's team, both on the field and on the sidelines. What aspect of this game are you going to be keyed in on as you try to calibrate your expectation level for what UCF can do in twenty
2: eighteen? Uh, one of the biggest things for me in terms of the staff, you know, it's a new it's an entirely new staff and I think they'll I think they'll figure things out. But on, on the field in terms of actual football, you know, there's gonna be no there shouldn't be any quarterback problem in Mackenzie Milton. They're running back and wide receivers are very talented. I think the biggest uh, thing I'll be watching for tomorrow night against UConn is is the offensive line. They have two two new starters on the right side, um, and if the offensive line doesn't uh, perform as it as well as it did last year, I think last season they went five or four or five games with no sacks, um, and that was a big part of their success last season, even at the, even in the, in the Peach Bowl when they beat Auburn. You know, if if the offensive line can't can't perform uh the running game breaks down and then nothing's really happening on offense um even if you do have Mackenzie milton it's hard to perform well if you're not getting any blocking on your on your right side um so that's that's going to be one thing i'll be watching for Tomorrow night to see how
0: they perform. UCF enters this game as a twenty-three and a half point favorite on the road. Can you see any scenario at all in which the Knights find a way to lose this one or even have it be close?
2: Um, you know, I really don't see them losing. Um, I, the only, the only way, I, you know, I think at first, um, because Josh Heupel's first year head coach, not only new coach but first year head coach, um, there, I think there's going to be some hiccups just because that's what comes with the job. Defensively, Randy Shannon knows what he's doing. A lot of things would have to go wrong tomorrow night. Um, even if you kind of want to stay close in this one, I'd, it might be close after the first quarter and they kind of settle in and, you know, they're all excited. and uh, Maybe they just make some mistakes early on because all the jitters, and once the jitters are out, <laughs> um, then once they actually start playing their regular football, I think, I really would be shocked if they lose tomorrow night.
0: It's a pretty slow start to the season for UCF with games against UConn and South Carolina state to start, but things pick up in week three and four with big games against UNC and FAU. Uh, What Mm -hmm. area you mentioned, the offensive line, what areas would you like to see the Knights answer some big questions in the first two weeks of the season that would really shore things up entering that critical stretch?
2: Yeah, another side on the defensive side of the ball, uh, defensive end uh, replacing uh, Shaquem Griffin, um, and at the linebacker position as well. You know, you have Pat Dzinzinski stepping in as he, as he was good last season. Then you have Sean Burgess Becker; um, he's starting for the first time this year. Um, on the other side at weak side, you got uh, Eric Mitchell. Defensively, I think there's some. I think there's some uh, leadership holes to fill. Um, I think they have the talent. But Shakim was such a voice in the locker room when facing adversity. Uh, I'll be. Inter- I mean, the, the obvious answer of who's going to replace him is Patrice But still, it's it'll be interesting to see how they perform defensively um, at the linebacker position and um, on the
0: defensive ends. Jason is the publisher of Knights Twenty Four Seven. You can find him on Twitter at the Real Thanks, Jason. Yep. Yep. Anytime. Morning Blitz is a daily podcast, so we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning, breaking down the biggest college football stories of the day in a tidy 10 to 15 minute package. You can subscribe to the Morning Blitz on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts.